0: Una mattina mi son svegliata, oh bella ciao, bella ciao, bella ciao, 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 una mattina mi son svegliata ed ho trovato l'invaso. o oh partigiano, portami via, oh bella ciao, bella ciao, bella ciao, 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 partigiano, portami via, perché mi sembra.
1: You may have heard his name on the radio. He's every bookie's favorite client. He could sell Jordan Belfort a pen, and he's always down to go out. Matt, Leibold, how's it going?
2: We're doing good, Blake. Thanks for having me. Tonight. Yeah,
1: uh, have you listened to the pod? You know, to so start to start off the question, I don't think that you have.
2: Uh, I've listened to uh, Rad's episode, okay. but uh, I will be honest, I haven't uh, heard much.
1: Only you only listened to one episode. Yeah. And what'd yeah. you think?
2: What uh, you know, it was it was pretty good. It's fun to hear. You but know. you weren't hooked. What? You weren't hooked. You know, I've got a lot of stuff going on, but uh, I definitely need to catch up. I do know that.
1: Yes, yes you do. And I'm glad that you haven't listened to uh, that many other episodes because you don't really know what you've got yourself into. No, Matt. I
2: don't. No, I don't. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, I guess we'll see. The date
1: is 116 2021. How was your holiday? What did you do? Uh,
2: it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, spent some time with family, uh went over to my girlfriend's uh, family's place and you know we uh we had a good time you know it's a weird year and hopefully 2021 holds a lot uh, more than 2020 but uh you know you just gotta take it one day at a time and live life uh, to the fullest
1: right i totally agree so new year's how was your new year's you wait so you didn't go home and see your uh your family no i did I, uh... put the mic a little bit closer man
2: <laughs> i would uh I went home to my family um, in the morning, and then went over to her the girlfriend's family. At Doing night. the
1: dual dual holiday, dual Christmas. Yeah, with, yeah, uh, I guess so. Once you, you know, have a girlfriend, we, I've been there. <laughs> Double the presents, right?
2: Well, uh, that's one way to look at uh, at it, I guess. Sure. What did you
1: and your girlfriend exchange for gifts? Did you, you know,
2: know? Um, jewelry. Did you get her jewelry? I did not get her any jewelry. Uh, we kind of uh, both have. Did you do a
1: no gift Christmas?
2: We got our, so It was more so smaller stuff, and my birthday is right around there, so we kind of did it combine there. And, yep. And we went out to Colorado about early. Oh, it was in the a month. trip. The yeah. gift
1: was a trip. Yeah, well, a you, can't bit, no. no, you can't go wrong with that. You can't go wrong with that.
2: Exactly. We definitely like to do fun stuff like that. and So, yeah, no, it was, you know, we made the most out of it, and, um, you know, move on, and there's. Uh, there's plenty of uh, Christmases to be traveling and everything like that.
1: Right, right. So, yeah, I, I'm kind of curious because when I had a girlfriend in high school, we did, we were dating when there was Christmas, and it uh-huh. was like, do you put a budget on what you're supposed to get for each other? Because I remember what I did is I'm like, I'm going to come in high, uh-huh. and that way you can't be the bad guy, right? So, I remember I came in high, and then she ended up going and buying me a couple other presents because she felt bad. So, d- how did you guys talk about that? Yeah, what? We, we
2: just talked about it, and, you know. You're like a well, one
1: grand <laughs> You, my That's how were... loaded
2: you are? No, 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 no. We uh, we just made it sure that we were both comfortable with where. So 500? We're <laughs> and, uh, you know, we... So you we... did talk about it, though? Yeah, oh, okay. absolutely. You and know. did you go a little over? Uh, you know, no, I,
1: I tried to stay and keep it fair. And, okay, you know, fair enough, uh, fair enough. It, it was, it was I would have went, sense. like, a little over. Yeah. I would have went, like, 10% over of what it was, just because yeah. it was like, well... Then it's okay that you broke the rules but like you're showing that you care, right? Well, yeah, you know, we can't all be as great as you, Blake. That I don't know. You're a pretty great man and we're going to get into that. We're going to get right? to uh, into why. So New Year's, what would you end up doing for New Year's? Uh, first New I mean? Year's with the girlfriend in a while,
2: right? Uh yeah, yeah, that is definitely true. Um, so you can't go wild. We Well, we had some fun. Um, I was over at her place. I mean, it's it's it was definitely... Did neat. she have a New Year's party
1: or she had um, people just over? Just a couple of friends over, you okay. know, nothing
2: crazy big. Um, you know, got to be COVID friendly, right? Right, right. <laughs> right. Um, no, it, it was, you know, I would say that's where I saw more of a difference between, you know... Being single? 2020. Oh. <laughs> no, no. 2020 and you know the 2021 i guess new year's because uh, i don't know if you were over at our place the year before but we had a lot of people you know a huge party at our apartment i was actually in new york oh that's right with rad right yeah we probably had about 100 people in our apartment so you know a little bit different year but that's what was the
1: guy to go ratio at the party (laughs)
2: You know, uh, I was just there having a good time. I mean, with a I feel like it's friends.
1: decent. I feel like the there was one party I went over there, and it was a decent ratio. I, I mean, I would I, say if you can get a sixty forty ratio, in this day and age in Minneapolis, you're. You, that's a win that's a w in my book right
2: y- you know I uh, yeah that, that's great uh but we had a good time yeah, we but you have higher friends. standards
1: than me if it's not 40 60 guy girl then you're not having fun right
2: uh, i don't know about that I- i'm usually just there to uh have a good time and, and enjoy myself like as much as i can and... <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a fart noise he's lying because he knows his girlfriend's gonna listen to this
2: no no come on blake come on blake
1: okay well we won't send it to her <laughs> But uh New Year's resolutions. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Um yeah,
2: I have been trying to Oh, here we go. I've been trying to uh get back on the workout grind. I mean, okay. you know, December is my busiest month of the year for work and so uh didn't really get much time to work out there, so definitely getting back into that and I came right from the gym for, to this so you know definitely working that and uh last year this was actually a new year's re- resolution for mine and it's kind of a pretty common one but uh, just to go to the gym more well that but also read one book a month um you know i did I, you do
1: that did you do that last year no oh, no uh wow.
2: i definitely did not read i've got to if if you've been a, a seen my room before i've got to, a big stack of like sales and business books that are you know those are the books that you're trying to read or ones yeah, that you can apply to yeah, career i've started uh the first one i'm reading this month is called uh, eat their lunch and you know it's about beat business business sales and take the art of the deal well that's that's a good that's on your list that that would oh you've already read that no no that that would one i would definitely uh be interested in reading but this one's uh definitely very good i actually
1: went in his room and he has three copies and they're all just full (laughs) of notes and they're all highlighted up and marked up
2: I, I do like to highlight when I read, but, uh, you know, definitely trying to get into the swing of reading because I know it's definitely very important to, you know, to your mental uh, growth and just being, getting better.
1: Right. So, uh, working out. Yeah. You said just generally to go to the gym or that's not very concrete, Matt. I mean, I, I try to make it five days a week. Five days a week, that's yeah. the goal? That is definitely the goal. Have you that's... done that so far this year?
2: Um. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I, I wasn't able to make it uh, yesterday. and ended up having... Some uh, happy out work, happy hours, and then, uh, so, right. um, did go to the gym today in order right. to make up for that, and, you know, it's just, uh, getting into the groove is the hardest part, once you're in a groove, you right. know, it's it's more of a necessity.
1: So, you talked about busy season, that yeah. was my next note, why is December your busiest month, or I guess, tell us a little bit about what you do, just briefly, because yeah. we're going to get into the whole sure. federated...
2: So, yeah, I do uh, business to business insurance sales, and it's all, uh, you know, not uh, like health insurance, I don't sell health insurance, but it's you know the business insurance like workers' compensation, auto, and you know property, and basically uh, we specialize. My company, Federated Insurance, we specialize um, in you know more of the trades, contractors, machine shops, right. um, printers shops, and everything like that. And well, uh, January first. The not one as is- smart
1: companies, right? What is that? Yeah. They're not exactly. a smart company, so it's easier <laughs> to sell insurance.
2: No, no. I mean, I definitely work with some very, very smart business owners. And, you know, I mean, you're in the trades. You're in the I'm trade in the trades. Yourself. Yeah, that's
1: why I said that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, but, uh, no, uh, January 1st, 1-1 is the biggest insurance date all year, so because everyone renews, right? Yeah, they yep, I renew. had about uh, fourteen renewals and uh, about seven proposals. Cha-ching,
1: cha-ching, yeah, right, right,
2: right, you know, right. That's that's definitely a good part of it, but uh, you know, just grinding and working hard. I was probably putting in about 60, 70 hours a week, and you know, it that ended up going really well. So you put in the time, and, you know, things happen.
1: So why is it so busy? Because I remember there was one time I came over when you're working from home, which uh-huh. you kind of go back and forth right now, sure. right? Yep. Uh-huh. And I walk in, and you would fuller are wrestling on the couch and Bennett's on the couch and you guys got uh, the cartoon network on and you guys are just kind of hanging out i don't know if a lot of work was going on is that why it's busy i mean or are you more are, are you coming over on a friday night or saturday night i, I think i think it was a wednesday middle of the day <laughs>
2: uh you know i mean i try to keep a work-life balance and a lot of uh what i do is you know sending emails and you know preparing for the next day and right. i try to be as organized as i can and so you know sometimes if uh, you need a break and you go hang out with the roommates i don't know about where that wrestling stuff came from but maybe that's uh, sparking from you know other stuff no. probably
1: probably <laughs> um okay so since we've been in quarantine for about a year uh, no, i'd say close to it to say. and uh do you have any new hobbies or i guess what's your quarantine experience been like you know on, I, I would say
2: it's Probably been better than most. Your girlfriend,
1: that's your new hobby? I <laughs> uh,
2: hang with her. is definitely a lot of fun, but, you know, I live with a good group of guys, and so it's not like I get too lonely or anything like that, if anything. Well, my roommates have actually both been gone for the past two weeks, so that's been some nice. Where's Ryan? Uh, he's in Arizona with his parents. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Fuller comes back uh, from the Virgin Islands today. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it is weird. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say I've just tried to, you know, stay in normalcy, I should. as right. as you know, normal as possible. Put, as possible, yeah. And I, I would definitely say I'm lucky because with my job, I'm out in the field, you know, most, uh, most right. days. And, you know, yeah, businesses are shut down and I can't make as many cold calls or just stopping in. Right. But uh, I still do meetings and, you know, um, I, I would definitely say I've been able to keep things normal from work side than most people because right, you right. know most people are all work from home whereas i'm still out in the field
1: right 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 right. so what about the guitar didn't you try to learn how to <laughs> play the guitar yeah that. that I, remember means... I walked in and you had the guitar and you're watching youtube videos that didn't pan out
2: yeah and you know we we hit it hard well you got a girlfriend first... though huh you got a girlfriend like i don't need to <laughs> learn how to play this anymore two two three weeks and you know i'm, I'm sure that uh, that guitar has really enjoyed itself since then under my bed piling up dust uh, I I will a hundred percent admit that uh, it. Is, that was a bad idea. Not, well, you know, yeah, it did not pan out, and uh, it's it's tough. I mean, you know, you just got to be able to stick to it, and I guess stay I focused. Not that. Who knows? Maybe right. I'll try to pick pick it up
1: later. All right. So I'm gonna jump back to your childhood. Let's okay. talk a little bit about that. So you grew up in Eden Prairie, Minnesota, which is a big suburb, well known, yeah. great place, very right. safe. Uh, city, And I guess tell me a little bit about your childhood. you the man. <laughs>
2: um, you know, uh, I would definitely say I had a very good... That you were the man?
1: Uh, no, no. no. Uh, I've but... actually asked a couple of people that went to high school with you, so... Yeah? I, I got the whole scoop. Oh, okay. The whole okay.
2: Is whole Are you going to tell me what they said? No, no, I'm... No, I'm we'll just... If you time. lie, I'll okay. call you out Okay. On okay, okay. Um, no, uh, I grew up in, in Prairie and uh, had a very good and close group of friends and we're all still, you know, for the most part, uh, very, very, uh, close still. Um, I'm going, I had a buddy, uh, who moved out to, uh, you know, um, like Maryland area and, um, stayed close with him and actually I'm going to his wedding this summer in North Carolina. And so I'm happy to still have connections and be uh, friends with him. And, you know, all my boys for the most part are are around here. And, you know, um, it it was it was a really good time. And, you know, I definitely feel uh, lucky and and blessed to have the upbringing that I do.
1: Okay, Who was uh, your best friend growing up and who is your current best friend?
2: Oh, oh. (laughs) who. you know uh gonna see if it's the same well no i, I would definitely say you know sam fuller uh, through high school was definitely we we're we were definitely inseparable and i would say it's still pretty pretty much the same that's what else. i heard i heard
1: it was a little it was kind of a weird relationship where you guys might have been a little too close <laughs> uh no true? i
2: mean you know we're, we're very very, depends on who you very ask. much the same person uh we both are. depends on
1: how accepting the person you ask is right? sure sure No.
2: uh you know, we both are very high energy and high ADHD. We both hate just sitting around, and so we always found you know stupid things to do. Like I remember one night uh, we were bored, and so and his mom had just gotten like a new Jeep Wrangler, and yep. we we're like, should we take that out on a spin? And so we did, and that did you ended ask the up.
1: Do you ask his mom?
2: Uh, you know, uh no. <laughs> Lori Fuller does not know what about what I'm gonna say, but Uh-oh. you know, we uh, we actually ended up taking. There's a big uh, hill in Eden Prairie. It's called. Uh, uh, Starring Lake. Is that
1: on the way to the Crosstown Lifetime? That is not. Okay, that is that's not another big company improvement. Yeah,
2: so we uh, drove up that hill, um, and, you know, it was 10 o'clock at night. We thought we'd be fine. Well, while, while we're getting towards the top, we realized there's actually people on the hill, so that was a little bad. And then, you know, to make matters uh, more. Um, oh, like it was
1: like a hill that people sled on? Yeah, like it's a very long hill. Oh, um, and you drove up it. With the car, yeah. Okay,
2: so that's that's Sam Fuller in a nutshell for you. Um, no you one know, got hurt though. No I mean, one, no one was hurt. Car didn't get stuck or anything like that. You car did not get stuck. Yeah, you gotta love the Jeep Wranglers for that. But then uh, there's this long trail um, through the you know uh, suburbs called LRT, and it goes right by my house, like or my neighborhood. And so we took that from one party in prairie and drove on it. And in, it's not
1: made for cars. No,
2: it's a dirt path and quote-unquote motor motor vehicles are not a lot on but you know we thought oh it's you know about eleven thirty at night and then there won't be the anyone winter. on there exactly mm-hmm. in the middle of the winter and you know we ended up taking it uh, probably about two miles and that was a lot of fun but you know that just goes to show the type of stuff we did and uh, right. we had a lot of fun
1: right who is big booty bridget
2: wow <laughs> uh you know i i don't i don't Do you know like... which
1: one of your friends told me
2: uh, about that Lee, name I, I would say there's probably uh, a good amount of them that would refer to and for all you listeners that he who he's referring to now though i do not uh like that he's referring to her this way but that is my mother Yep. um you know so Blake, is the nickname fitting him, is the nickname mouth.
1: fitting
2: you know my mom is a very very loving person i love her dearly and so i you know would never talk too, about her like that and but so, no
1: one would just make that nickname up for no reason right? you know but it's my mother come on now come on now
2: um, you know my mother is a very very great person and so uh, you know
1: watch yeah, your mouth she Blake. is she is I didn't know who that was I honestly didn't know someone just told me to ask you who yeah, she was sure you didn't. I thought it was maybe an ex-girlfriend or something no no that that would be my mother who you're talking about oh, okay. so thank Sorry. you for that well I'll take it out of the the notes on the podcast notes but we're gonna leave it in the episode <laughs> Uh, so right. you, you've got a younger brother who's a year younger than you. What was that like growing up? Oh, he's two years. Yeah. Well, but uh, grade-wise, grade-wise, he's only a year, right? Two, two. So he's. Oh um, yeah, you're right. He's, he's a year younger months. than me. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. I keep forgetting year, a year right. Twenty-two
2: older. months to actually the day his his birthday is September eighth. My birthday is December eighth. Um, and he, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say our relationship has definitely uh, gotten a lot better as we've gotten older. Um, we're both very competitive, and so we definitely, you know through fists and uh did you know oh really yeah well played uh, any sport you can think of uh, we used to have an unfinished basement and would always be playing sports in there and then we had a lot of kids in our neighborhood that we would always be playing football and other stuff like that with and then you know he uh was originally thinking of going to maryland um, for college for college yeah he wanted to get out of minneapolis and at that time he was, maryland yeah well yeah that was his number one and then at that time uh you know he was. He uh, talked him off the. He, well, him out of it. he he was thinking about being a lawyer, and you know Maryland's ex- extremely expensive as it is, and my dad said, you know, uh, I'm only helping out you as much as I helped out Matt, and so when he saw you know pricings of Minnesota versus you know Maryland, uh, he decided to take it to Minnesota, and then more so thought found the finance route, and so he transferred into Carlson, and now he uh, works for Banker Tilly, just starting out, but uh, yeah, that is uh-huh. Jacob.
1: Huh, interesting. That's I was kind of in the same boat too, where I wanted to go to Boulder. Yeah, but I'm guessing Boulder was probably even more expensive than Maryland, where I was looking at pricing and putting together budgets, and I was like, Boulder
2: is very expensive.
1: This is gonna be nice. I was actually there when uh, when I was in Colorado in December. It's a fun city, Mm -hmm. super fun city. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so you as a student. When you're sure. younger, are you, what kind of grades are you getting? Or um, you know,
2: high school, uh, definitely was, uh, I mean, I, I've always been a good student. Um, my parents always, you know, uh, stress that stress school. And I think I had like three nine something in high school three nine i think but with uh,
1: ap classes well a
2: couple not very many Um, that's pretty good you know i uh i don't know how but i i you know i got accepted into carlson and you know uh once i was in there i definitely still slacked off no 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 i would say you know my parents always made sure to have that or that i had above a three O, and which i did um and then you know still worked hard and what was your
1: graduating gpa
2: (laughs) uh either 3-0 or right below Ooh. i would say yeah well you That's know it's a little I, I once i got the job in my senior year uh, i knew also that... it was higher and then senior yeah. year it dropped. yeah oh absolutely okay. yeah yeah no i remember uh my uh manager hiring manager from federated he called you out uh, well, kind of, you know, they asked for my transcripts just to make sure. Like, and you were like, oh, I, I can't, I'm trying to get them, but it's not working. <laughs> they lost them. The school well, lost no, them. No, 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 no. There's a Russian I got hacker. Because they need to, you know, one of the requirements is that you graduate college. And so, you know, they, he needed that to make sure I graduated. Um, and he looked at him and he said to me, he goes, you know, Oh. You seem like you had a little bit of fun your senior year, huh? And I go, yeah, I won't lie. I definitely did. But, you know, I mean. We're, you owned we're up here, to it. We're the, Oh, absolutely. The I'm, honesty, I, I'm sure I, you I,
1: appreciate that.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> I always try to own up to my faults and flaws. I don't know if I would call that a flaw more so, uh, you know, taking advantage of the moment. But right. uh, we're here where we're at now, and that's all in the history. Well,
1: your mental health, too. You were in a much better spot probably starting working than if right. you would have been grinding, right? Because you had a lot of fun. You're yeah, just coming yeah. off. yeah.
2: Um, you know, I, I always, uh, would say I, I, uh, had always tried to keep a very happy and balanced mindset. Exactly. Balanced. Exactly. Um, but you know, I, I agree. I would say, uh, you know,
1: I did have a lot of fun. My right. Career. Right. So hobbies and sports Sure. growing up. I know that you were a big athlete. What kind of sports are you playing? Um,
2: you know, my main
1: sport was football.
2: I mean, I played basketball, baseball, um, I dabbled with lacrosse a little bit, um, and you were lax, bro. Morning. Well, uh, when I didn't play baseball. Were you a goalie? I, <laughs> I was an attack. Um, uh, when I stopped playing baseball, I thought I'd try out for lacrosse. And, you know, my first year playing uh, sophomore year um, seemed to not be too bad because I made the fresh soft A team, which. Uh yeah, I mean it's whatever. Which you, I but, mean yeah, like but, you straight. know uh, yeah. that was kind of a one year stint because you know I didn't really want to try to pay money because if I didn't make JV or anything like that at all, it would you know that would probably money would be all for waste. But yeah, it was a lot of fun and then uh, golf, that's a pretty I mean, big
1: accomplishment making the what did you
2: call it? Uh, I I don't know if I call it a big accomplishment, but uh, uh, fresh off a fresh off a yeah. It's- rolls out the time <laughs> okay so uh, but football was definitely my first love and my biggest you know uh uh my 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 favorite sport um and you know were you better at
1: flag football or tackle football
2: you know i mean i would say flag football intramural in in college i was i was honestly pretty i would say good at because i'm very quick and you know that's all about quickness and ev- evading tacklers um you know, it's it's tough uh, being five six to to do a whole lot, but you know, I, I five say,
1: six. I, that's how tall you are.
2: Uh, that is how tall I am. Yeah, but you know, I, with, I would say what, what, I, how tall with the, shoes on?
1: Huh? With shoes on, how tall?
2: Well, I mean, how tall are the shoes? Are we saying' you're five six with bare feet? <laughs> five six with bare feet. We're gonna.
1: I have a tape measure over here. We're gonna measure <laughs> you after.
2: That sounds good. That sounds good. Um, but you know, uh. I would definitely say that uh, you know whatever I don't have in size, I make for
1: up for in heart. I would agree with that. I would one hundred percent agree with that. Thank you. So, best and worst memory from your early childhood, and then we're gonna jump into middle school and high school.
2: Best and worst memory. Oh man, um, it's weird. Childhood. I ask
1: every guest this, and no one can really. Well, I mean, no one really has early childhood before middle school.
2: Before middle school, like that's a long time ago. I don't even know what I had for breakfast yesterday. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe just growing up and, you know, having the friends I had and, you know, uh, a lot of them I'm still, you know, fr- uh, some of them I'm still friends with to this day. Um, I had a great fourth grade class. I remember, you know, we it was pretty insane. And we had a lot of fun and dominating kids on the, uh, you know, recess, uh, recess playground. playground. That was always fun. Worst memory. I don't really have one.
1: You don't have one? No. Fair enough. I, I would say, yeah. All right, I'm so middle. let's jump to middle school. What's middle school like? I guess, are you going into it? Are you pumped? You got your friend group? Or... <laughs>
2: um, middle school was a lot of fun. Um, I remember, you know, in Eden Prairie, I was in, like, copper and then blue or, I don't know, something like that. Like that? See, I'm central middle school in Eden Prairie. We had our, you know, uh, How many like middle schools are there in Eden Prairie? One. Okay. And each grade had, like, four different, like, sections with colors as we yep. called them. Um, but, uh, you know, I had a really good friend group, um, and, you know, game Hill hall is, I remember in like almost every class of mine in seventh grade and, you know, um, still very close to him to this day. But, uh, yeah, I remember it was fun, funny because we had like every class together and then we were also playing sports and, uh, his grandpa was coaching our baseball team. And so we saw each other like almost every day for a year. Wow. Um, and you know, um, but yeah, I mean, that's where I really started to form, I would say, the, the high school group that I had, um, really the core. And then, you know, we uh, got a little bit bigger in high school. But, you know, um, I definitely would say I've got a very good core group of friends, both from high school and college. And uh, we, um, we're definitely still close
1: to this day. So in middle school, usually what happens is your people's bodies start to change. Yeah. Is this kind of when you start to go through puberty or when you start to grow into yourself a little bit? You know, I'm
2: still waiting for that growth spurt to come. You're still waiting for it? Yeah, I mean, if you heard, I'm 5'6", but, you know, uh, you got to deal with the cards you're dealt. Um, you know, I would definitely say uh, I did have some awkward, not awkward stages, but, like, from an appearance standpoint. I mean, I look back at my some pictures from seventh grade, I'm like... Holy shit! I was a little chunk. Um, it's it's funny. you were a little chunky. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I I, I I feel like
1: your style too. Maybe you didn't have the best style, no, did you?
2: I, I, no, I agree with that. I mean, I would say I have pretty good style
1: now. You're wearing like the high top knees? <laughs> no, like the no, Abercrombie. Like Are you a, also Abercombie? like I wore a lot of sweatpants and I could see you being like an Abercrombie. Decked out in Abercrombie No, no, no.
2: Seventh grade was definitely like I did not
1: dress up a bunch at all.
2: More so, your mom comes down with a shirt and it's not Uh,
1: Abercrombie, and you're like, no, I won't wear it. I refuse to wear it. Don't forget Hollister. I I, yeah, Hollister Abercrombie.
2: blake honestly, I think you are more of an Abercrombie guy. I feel like you would have you had a lot of Abercrombie. I did,
1: but I wasn't too picky about it. I could see you being like, I will, I will not go to school if I'm not wearing. now uh, that's definitely more so you than it is me. <laughs> I honestly don't have that much Lulu stuff. I just wear it a lot. Yeah, same. But, uh, okay, first girlfriend. Do you ever, ever have a girlfriend in middle school? I did not.
2: I had a girlfriend no. in high school. Any
1: crushes? Any crushes? Oh, yeah.
2: We always had crushes. Um, You know, I, I you know. I, do you remember
1: the name of the crush?
2: I, no. I mean.
1: Come on. No, yeah, you do. No. Uh, we had
2: crushes back in the day and then high school, you know. We started to get into our groove, and you know, uh, we did have a girlfriend uh, senior year, and um, and then moved into freshman year of college, and you know, we tried to make things work. Oh, you did! Yeah, about half. I I got to give you
1: props. Yeah, you know, you. you, I would have went to college. I this is actually what happened. I went to college, Uh and my girlfriend and I. We were like, we're not, we're gonna, we want to be single, blah blah, this blah blah that. But she went to school like three and a half weeks before I did, cause Minnesota starts so late. So right. she, we were broken up, we were together, and then we like were separated. She went off to school. She calls me like three or four days in. She's like, I can't do this. I want to get back together. Was blah, that, blah. that heartbreaking? At the time, when we broke up? Yeah. No, not uh, really. I mean, uh, I was kind of excited so you to go didn't to care co- for her? No, that's <laughs> not true. I mean, we talked about it earlier on in the summer, and we we're like, we. I mean, we can try, I was like, we can try to make this work, but I mean, I think it'd be best to just kind of split up and then we can see what sure. happens. That was a, a pretty mutual breakup, I would say. Sure. But anyway, she calls me. She wants to get back together. I'm like, okay. I hadn't been to school yet. Uh-huh. I get to school where one weekend, I'm like, I, I don't think this is going to work. There's too
2: many girls all over I, me. I, I t- yeah, I, I, I'm Blake Envy. Come I mean, on. I don't know.
1: I don't know, though. She called me, too, like a week after. So she, I think she's kind of struggled to make friends at first. So I think she uh-huh. was getting a little lonely and that was why she wanted you know to get back together so she had someone to talk to or whatever um but yeah i remember getting to school and being like i don't think this is gonna work out but i did call her right away you know i was gonna like let it play out a little bit and see what happened and then she called me like two weeks after i was in there after she'd found some friends i was like yeah maybe we should she probably met some guy i was like i don't want to cheat on my (laughs) boyfriend did you go and mess him up a little bit you gotta show him your no i've she went to school in california so i've never seen her, but um and we're interviewing you not me so sorry sorry uh, so you touched on high school a little bit, but when you were going into high school after you leave middle school, are you nervous at all or? Uh,
2: no, I mean, you sure. I, everybody has, everybody has nerves, but you know, I, I still had a gr- good group of friends and you know, it, uh, carried out through high school. I, 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 I had a great high school experience and you know, um. I very
1: much enjoyed it. Do you get in any fights or ever ever bullied or anything like
2: that? <laughs> no, I mean Nothing. people make short short jokes, sure, but like yeah. I yeah, I've got like, a younger brother. I, I know I'm short. It, it is. It's whatever. But I've no. got a.
1: I've got a younger brother who's uh-huh. shorter, and I remember that was one thing that just pissed me off so much was when someone would make like a short joke.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, not that I remember I didn't get, you know, bullied or anything like that. Uh, I would right. say I was pretty good friends with a lot of people and right. most people have liked me. I always right. try to be a good guy.
1: Do you ever get in trouble or suspended in school? Never suspended. Um, what's the most trouble you ever got in? Do you ever get kicked out of class or anything like that?
2: I mean, maybe like just talking, or I don't know. That's it. But I, I, was a good, I was a good guy. You know, good. I, I mean, maybe making jokes. What changed? Class guy. <laughs> Funny guy. Because we're getting
1: to some good, good, I'm, good, I'm excited. good stories. I'm
2: excited to see what dirt you have on me. Um,
1: I can't believe that you never got in any trouble. I mean, I got in trouble. Like and what?
2: Pissed off teachers. and uh, You know, maybe like looking at somebody's homework or test or stuff that's like it, that. That's it, though. That's like, not that bad. Yeah, no, nothing nothing too serious. I never got suspended, never got in, you know, sent down to the principal's office right. or anything like that. And You know, uh, I would say my parents did a good job of raising me.
1: Yeah, I, w- I would agree. So I I met your, I think I have met your dad twice and your mom once, and uh, it was when we went to that concert. Okay. That uh, Pitbull and yeah. who was uh, the other? Uh, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. we went to that concert. Yeah, we
2: pre-gamed at my place and went back there afterwards.
1: Yep, 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 yep. And they seemed super chill and super relaxed. Yeah. Sure. And and I guess, do you, so did you have the cool parents? Were they always like that? Um. Yeah, yeah, I would say my house
2: growing up was definitely the house. It was the party house? I wouldn't say party house, but like, you know, everybody... Uh, everybody went to or we always had you know the you had
1: the house that the whole crew would go over yeah i I would
2: yeah I, i would say there's you know maybe another guy that we went to a house but mine was definitely a very uh common hangout spot and you know honestly though i would say one of my biggest regrets from high school is we didn't party that much, and you know. So we, no, we, you
1: never threw a rager at your house. Cause that was I the next no, portion.
2: no. I mean, we started drinking like maybe some way, some part through senior year, and it was kind of a test. Oh, you were a, a little of bit thing. of a late later. Yeah, I, well, I would definitely say that. But you know, we we still had our fun. Um, but you know, I uh, uh, maybe wish I would have drank a little bit more in high school. But at that point, I was still young and inexperienced. Well, you
1: preserved there. your brain. Yes, for exactly. now.
2: That's that's why I'm so smart today.
1: Um. So funny, I I don't have this on here, but that concert I remember. Uh-huh. We were pre gaming at your house, right? We're all having a great time. Yeah. We get there and we're we snuck some booze into the concert, right? Because I, I they had beer tents there too, so yeah. we were yeah. we continued to drink. We didn't have very good seats. No. I was like, I don't really care. I'm not. Uh, I, I don't know. We're I here to have a good time. Yeah, I don't. It was Pipple and Tim McGraw where I right. I think I got talked into going that same day. Yeah. But oh, I yeah. just remember we meet up with a group of girls that are there. We met a group of girls that yeah. we were there or whatever. Yeah. And you were really hammered when we were at the oh, concert. I, I don't remember. And I remember this girl, like, t- tries to walk, walk and, like, ditch Matt. And she comes back, and I turn around. And Matt is running over in a full sprint back to the group. It was hilarious. Do you remember that or no?
2: Uh, no, but I've definitely heard a lot of stories about it, and it happens sometimes. Oh, it was you hilarious. Know? That's why sometimes they call it the chase. I don't know.
1: Right, the literal chase.
2: The literal chase.
1: Yeah. So, uh, did you ever sneak out of the house?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, a couple of times. to uh, go to different places. Um, Never My, got my parents actually had, well, it, it was actually tough. My, my dad had cameras all around the house. Yeah. Not
1: to catch you sneaking out. Not to just... catch me
2: sneaking out, just like, you know.
1: So Woody like how did you did you Spray paint them or something, or
2: <laughs> no? There, were, I knew like the. There's a blind one. spot. There's there some blind, blind spots. spots, but also I knew how to unplug one of them. Um, so I unplugged like the back one and would just sneak out the back and you know stuff like that. But you know, uh, I you know like I said, I was never really got wild, caught. I no, I wasn't a wild child in high in high school. I would say. I mean, my brother is was Jake. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Jake is my, I was the angel child compared to my brother. I mean, you know, he's very, he's successful and is where he is today. So all the power to him, but, uh, Dave, Jake was definitely the trouble, troubling child. Did he ever
1: get in a bunch of trouble? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What's the craziest story? Um,
2: I remember one time, I can't remember if I, don't, I He you. took
1: Fuller's mom's Jeep out and rolled it down hill. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, no. One time he was like drinking in the basement with friends or something. and My dad came down and jake tried to like hide the bottle by like going outside and throwing it and he threw it and it hit the neighbor's house and <laughs> so that that was stuff and you know um but yeah. i don't know where that came from i didn't throw it yeah exactly no jake was definitely more <laughs> the, of a troubled child the
1: funny animals. thing is is your neighbor's i don't know how he did that if you would have thrown it at that pond he yeah. would have been totally fine. He had to deliberately turn, walk out, turn ninety degrees, yeah. and launch it at the neighbor's house. Uh, who knows? Jake's, maybe he was trying to. Preserve Jake's a wild
2: card. When, maybe he was when trying to like to toss
1: it to be like, yeah. oh, we'll come back and get that later. Maybe, yeah. Jake's a wild card. You never know. Okay, so sports and football. Eden Prairie is yep. known for having like the best football program in yep. the state. So I guess. Take talk about that experience a little bit, and your what uh, position you played, and I guess I that... was a
2: I was a fullback. Um, you know, I wasn't starting or anything like that, but I definitely still got playing time. I was on special teams and stuff, and you know, um, I mean, I guess my nickname was Rudy, and really, yeah, because just all heart and no size, but. You know, always going to give my all, and I love football. I loved, you know, still, like, even being on the, like, scout team, um, you know, uh, I would be able to play, like, the running back or whatever position. Just, I mean, if I got, you know, my shit rocked, then the defense is doing their job, but if I can make them look bad, then it's all, on, you know, all on them. So, right. you know, football, I, I, I very much enjoyed it, and, um, you know, it, I, I love football. Yeah, it, it was great.
1: Was it tough to leave?
2: Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it was more so of, hey, I've been playing this since third grade. Right. Um, What am I going to do? Right, right. There was definitely, I mean, I went to the University of Minnesota, so I, you know, still came back for games and had the high school girlfriend, so she was a dancer, Um, so came back for football games, watched her dance, stuff like that. Um, But, you know, football was very, very much my first love.
1: Right. So, okay, I guess let's touch on the girlfriend a little bit. How <laughs> did you meet her, and how long did you date? We
2: dated for like a year and a half, but, okay. you know, it's, yeah, we had a good time. We're still friends to this day.
1: And did you, when did, why'd you guys break up?
2: I mean, it's just... She uh, went to college? She was going to Iowa State. And, okay. You know, I What's was, your name? Uh, Morgan Stallo. Okay. Yeah. I don't know her. Yeah, I mean, still friends to this day. I know I should
1: ask Colbeck and Carl if they know her. I bet they do. Maybe. Sure. Um. Okay best and worst memory and I'm guessing I might get an answer like the the uh, childhood too for, for heist, high school yeah honestly did you guys was... ever win state when you were on the team
2: yeah well we won state three t- two times when I was like my junior and senior year when I was on varsity we oh, won gosh. state and then we won state my sophomore year too um
1: so three out of the four years that you yeah. were there you won and state and
2: the year after that they won state too um so we won it four years in a row i would i would like definitely say my senior year was probably one of Eden Prairie's best teams ever. Like, I would put up a fight that we were about Eden Prairie. How many NFL players? Uh, two. Um, Blake and... Blake, well I guess you could say three, because Antoine Winfield, who's now on uh, Tampa Bay, was playing, but our quarterback at oh, the time... Oh, he came back? Yeah. Well, he started in Eden Prairie and moved after his sophomore year, but his sophomore year, he, he got to play a little bit on varsity. Okay. Um, and, uh, so Ryan Conley, who was our quarterback, um, he was just a fucking freak athlete. I mean, super fast, super strong, and had a rocket arm. Um, he actually went on to play linebacker, um, at Wisconsin, and then he played it for the Giants, uh, last year, um, tore his ACL, unfortunately, oh. and now is on the Vikings, um, Uh, So, and then Blake Cashman, who's on the Jets. Who I
1: actually know. Yeah. That's a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. You want to know how I met Blake? I think Blake's a great guy. He is a great guy. I had, like, a class with him, and then... At the U? Yeah, because Blake and Blake, right? Easy to remember. He, like, came up to me and was like, hey, blah, 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 we have class together, whatever, and super nice guy. And even when he uh, came back, remember when we saw him at Cowboy? Jax, he came back to visit last... Christmas. It was around then, and he came. He still came over and said hi and what's yeah. up. So super humble guy. uh he's he is a very nice guy. Very he's nice actually guy. a listener to the podcast too. Oh, all right. What's up? Blake? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he is. That's <laughs> probably not. Oh, uh, but Blake, okay. if you're listening, what's up? What's up, Blake? Um, so college. Uh huh. Where are you looking, and why? uh you know. How many schools do you apply to?
2: uh I applied to not a ton. I mean, try. I was thinking staying Midwest. Um, was really gearing towards probably st thomas was where i was going to be going and then i found out i got into carlson and i was like well i'm going to carlson also looked at iowa um iowa state um but really was thinking probably midwest st. thomas, yeah sticking yeah, around yeah midwest. sticking around home and i liked it and i like minneapolis um but you know very happy that i did choose, choose right. the u of m
1: right, right right so uh not no illinois we yeah. looking at Illinois. No,
2: no. I mean Illinois. Because if like, you walk
1: into your basement, yeah, it's like an Illinois sanctuary. Yeah, my
2: dad is uh, psychotic. I, I like to to say uh, that my parents or my dad has spent more money on Illinois gear, Illinois than I with me, but that's definitely not true. But yes, he does have more trun- more
1: money on Illinois gear than he has on you. Yeah, like cumulatively. Well, exactly. I don't think so. Do you know? I know. It's do you know how eating. much it costs to have a kid? I do know that. They, I've seen ridiculous. Do you know from stats. personal experience? You have a kid.
2: No, but oh, I've just—I
1: okay. guess I've seen not my, that you know of statistics. Ah, uh, no, I know that I don't have any kids. Are you sure? Yep, I'm infertile. Okay. Oh, really? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. who knows though? Yeah, like that's like kill, That kills I should, the ladies. Maybe I, feel I should like. maybe I should go get checked out. <laughs> but uh, it's like mil, a million dollars or something for a kid, or maybe it's not I that don't much. But if it, it's, it's a like five hundred k, dude. It's, it's over the it's, eighteen uh, Kids year are span.
2: expensive, but uh, that's a lot of money.
1: Yeah, it is. So, you go get to school at the U of M. Take me through your initial week there, your initial experience. Because I remember I walked in and I was my eyes were wide open and I was like, I cannot believe that I have forty more years of this. Yeah, I mean, after the first week, I looked back and I was like, this is gonna be insane.
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, freshman year, I guess, first week, it was definitely a lot of fun. Which so dorm do you live in? I lived in. Uh, uh, Pioneer. Okay. Yeah. Pio. Yeah. One of those four. Well, yeah. Pio. And that was before they remodeled it. So it was still a shithole. Yeah. But, uh, still had a lot of fun. Um, d- did not go Greek until my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I would say my, my, you know social life experience. really social took life, off yeah definitely had a really great time and i'm happy right, where, right
1: around when you broke up with your girlfriend
2: <laughs> no we, we were uh we broke up in the middle of my freshman year but uh i knew that i definitely wanted to go greek and you know uh, i think sigma chi was which i where i ended up and how, yep. you know met you through rad and yep all the guys all my best buds to this day i mean you know loved it
1: right so your major, talk about your major a little bit. Did you marketing go in undecided major. or did you know that right away? That, um, you know, I, I you know.
2: guess I I kind of knew from a very young age that I wanted to do sales. My dad's in sales and I love people. I'm good with talking with people. And, um, you know, so marketing was kind of where I was thinking. Yep. And so it did end up going marketing, majoring in marketing. Um, I knew I wanted to do sales. Um, so... You know that's probably what I thought would be the best uh, major for that category, and uh, my favorite class um, of all time, and actually the internship I interned for General Mills in between my junior or my in between my junior and senior year, and I met uh, my people I hired through uh, my sales management class, and then I also met my hiring manager from Federated through my sales management class, so. 40, 30, I think it is sales management, Wayne Mueller, who is the absolute best professor I had. He's absolute beauty, um, great, super nice guy. And he, you know, wrote me a letter of recommendation. Oh. Really, really like that. And, you know, I would definitely say taking that class led me to uh, where I am today. I mean, it was, it was not hard. And, you know, it was a lot of just, you know, consultative. Make sure you check stuff. the rate
1: my professor, though beforehand uh, I, I, see how much homework you gonna would, get
2: I would assume that Wayne has a he's got a high rating high, oh yeah absolutely he's a very nice guy
1: very I should have checked that more dude I remember yeah. getting in classes some days and being <laughs> like holy shit I right. got a semester of this with sure. this clown sure yeah, no, um,
2: Wayne Miller was uh, fantastic, and, you know, um, I wouldn't say it was more so the learning that I got in that class, but more so it was, like, every other Friday we had a different company come in, and so we got to meet a lot the of speakers? Companies. Yep, speakers. Real world experience, their, kind yeah, of? Yeah, talking about their, well, the positions they have, and so that's how I met um, General Mills, and, you know, I mean... I'm, I've always been a pretty good at uh, networking and, you know, um, interviewing and stuff like that. And so I always knew, like, you know, the key to getting jobs, the key to doing stuff is to do – and key to really any sale uh, is doing more than your competition, doing right. more than the next guy. So, right. you know, I always made sure It's about to, the service more so than – Absolutely. Um, I always made sure to, uh, you know, f- send – write thank you notes, send follow-up emails. Oh. Ask, you know, the key to, to – when you're interviewing, you want to ask them, okay, what's the next step? When am I going to hear from you? and so you know i'd ask that and then or you can play hard to get too well well when when they're interviewing about you know 500 people for one position you know two positions um it's it's competitive you ask
1: them when am i going to hear from you next and then you leave the interview and you email them and say follow up hi that was great when am i going to hear from you next if you don't hear from them the next day email them again email them again (laughs) and keep emailing them until the Offer you, you a know, second interview, right?
2: In, in in a in a way, you're Just not you're not 100 wrong. Um, over but always always send a follow up thank you email. Um, and then at, when you're in the interview, you ask, okay, what's the next steps? You know, when am I gonna what are your you know when are you gonna be deciding on who's making it to the next round? Um, and then you follow up with a thank you email, and then you know, let's say they say two weeks. Well, two weeks go by. That next day, if you haven't heard from them, send an email. And you know, uh, if you don't hear from them again, follow up and say and say
1: why you said two weeks and you didn't (laughs) say anything. So why? You ask them how
2: the process is going. You ask them if they have any other questions for you. You ask them, you know, uh, if but you also say
1: say why didn't you. (laughs) why wouldn't you respond you said two you know, weeks. Like, so you're, are you a I liar think,
2: I think you need to take that approach uh, and see how far that no you're going. right you're totally
1: right uh, and, but my dad always
2: told me it's not what you say it's how you say it and so you know with emails and with things like that it's the exact same thing you can be pressuring someone but you know you do it in a polite manner and you do it a very where you know you're just checking in right. but it also just shows how how bad you want it you want to show them that you are qualified and that you know how bad you want the job and, right and
1: I see Matt's wallet right now and he's got a a couple hundred dollar bills sitting on the top of it that's from the casino last night oh sure um but yeah no you're totally right i remember when i first started working in my job and someone would send me some information that i needed or i would get you know a quick response on something i would always follow up and say you know thank you so much for getting back to me blah blah this blah blah that and the more i've worked and like i don't know i've definitely got worse at doing that
2: yeah i mean that's that's definitely even just say, for setting a
1: response up front and being like i i don't have the answer right now but i saw your email and i'm we're working on it. And i think yep. that goes a long way
2: oh absolutely yeah uh, i i mean i do i right now i handle 65 66 businesses million? <laughs> and uh you know so i get a bunch of emails during the day
1: and is that I, million I, with an m or with a b <laughs>
2: You know, uh, it is not. It's 66 and 66. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, you should get three I more. don't always have you should answer. get. You
1: should sign three more And so just, just following up with them right away. What would that say, number hey, be then? I see
2: your email. Uh, I don't know the answer, but I'm working on it. And so that way they know that you at least, you know, are working on it rather than just not responding to them until you have the answer. That goes definitely a long way. Um, so, you know, yeah, uh, just... You know, going back to that stuff, uh, networking is kind of what I do now. And you know,
1: this isn't a job interview, Matt. Right? I'm, you know, it's just a
2: podcast. Yeah, it is. Yep. Oh, I thought but, this was for the but, video.
1: But uh, Matt, you, I don't think you heard me. You should sign three more businesses. Yeah. And then what would that How many would you have? <laughs>
2: i would have 69
1: oh nice (laughs) thanks
2: man that's a goal for. okay so did
1: you ever get written up when you were in college in the dorms
2: uh yeah i mean for having people and drinking in the dorms nothing too crazy though yeah nothing too crazy i mean i lived uh my sophomore year at the marshall and they were very strict and so we got in trouble there really junior yeah junior um lived in the fraternity which was awesome um, and then, uh, my senior year lived back at the Marshall and I worked there, so I got a little bit more we- leeway, but. Uh, right. Yeah.
1: Did you have any nicknames? Um,
2: in college? Yep. Not really. I mean, people just call me Leewold. That's, that's. And bold, what maybe. else? What? Feebold. Feewald. Yeah. Shout out to Emmanuel Watson. Fee-bold. He came up with that? He, that, that is, uh, I would definitely say Emmanuel. What Watson about
1: Meatball? That. Is that another one?
2: Meatball? Uh no, but no. I can definitely see it. I mean, you know, sure,
1: maybe people have called me a meatball before. I mean, but f- come right? Fkum. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, we'll do it yeah. live, right? Have you seen that video? Of that guy on the news, and he's like, f- it, "We'll do it live. We'll do it live." <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. That's fuck how him. I. That's my approach to these podcasts. There where you we have go. these notes, and it's like, "Oh, he's oh, here. I'm not ready, but whatever. Fuck it. I'll do that's, it live."
2: That's the point of a podcast. You kind of just take it wherever it goes. Right.
1: So you in um, well, I guess let's talk about the marsh a little bit because you worked there, right? Yeah, I did. How did you leave that job? Ah,
2: Uh, you know, I I originally left on a good note. You know, I was uh, end of my senior. Originally, key word originally. I I didn't wanna. I didn't want to uh, work. uh, And you know, the last couple months of college, I just wanted to enjoy life and. Which I did, and you know, um, I thought I'd be smart, and you know, we had access. That we had model units that we'd take tours on, and everything like that, which had snacks and drinks and everything. And you know, I thought, yeah, maybe I'll take a little bit of advantage of things, and so I. Made and this it. is while
1: you're still working, or no? No, this I'm is not.
2: after. This is after, yeah. Well, but no, you saw the key. When I man. was still working, I made and like I knew I was quitting, and I knew we liked going to the model units after you know playing basketball or just needed a snack or some chase or whatever. Um, so I made a random <laughs> key with like a random room. And then I can pair you know other rooms to it. So under that, so key, you made yourself I a master key. The, the, no, my master key. No, I made a key to the to the model units, but I put it under a random room, so then they could never find it and just, so they uh, could
1: never track it back to you. Right.
2: And so somehow I don't know if someone you know said something or what. or they looked on the they cameras.
1: They looked on the cameras maybe and saw you going in and out of the model unit. <laughs> Who
2: knows? But uh, yeah, they found out and they were not happy about it. And, uh, basically my punishment was because, so, because you work there, you don't have to, they don't make you find a sublease and you can just not live there anymore. And they basically took that privilege away. And so I had to find a <laughs> subleaser, which I, in the summer I, or what? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I, I lived down in Owatonna for 10 months and training for Federated, Um, but I did not find a sublease. So I had to pay for it, which honestly wasn't the worst thing because I could come back up to Minneapolis and have somewhere to stay. Um, but yeah no I mean it's whatever it is what it is I don't regret a single thing of how that. much stuff
1: do you think you got away with if you had to put a dollar to...
2: <laughs> I don't know about that dollar amount or what I got you're away like with. taking the couch uh, you like a movie yeah. truck outside and you're taking the couch yeah exactly we had sleep number beds I took about 10 of them it was great yeah great size. the Marshall
1: had sleep number beds for everyone
2: Uh, just yeah. in the mall unit no no everybody actually had uh, sleep number you ever bring Tem- a girl- Tempur- Pedic? actually not sleep number Uh, but I would say my best side hustle uh, was making fake IDs or putting in orders for fake yep. IDs because my freshman year I did that a lot. Yep. Um, and you know everybody, everybody, you get charged eighty dollars, a hundred dollars, and you know it's they're it's, only actually forty. Exactly. And so I'm like, well, you know, I'll do this, and
1: you know, but gonna, I, I'm not gonna, 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 gonna rip people off. I only charge the com- sixty. I'm gonna undercut the competition.
2: Well, I, I only charge sixty, and people hear that and they're like, oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. And so you know, I ended up doing a, a couple. Orders of it before, cause and I would make twenty dollars profit, cash, straight cash per uh, ID, and I did. You know, I mean, I did an order one time. It was like one hundred and twenty IDs. I made twenty four hundred dollars <laughs> oh that order. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and so it, you know, and then I did high. You know, do my you ever lose any? Uh no, no, there's no, any. I know there was a couple I misspelled names, which I felt bad for, and I just gave their and them running back. But, you know, I mean, it was a couple hours of work per order, and because I would just have everybody send me their information, I would have them send me their pictures, and then I just, you put them in a the website, and then ID God, praise God, um, and you know then about uh, four weeks five weeks later you'd get this shipment for like Chinese chopsticks and it comes in
1: some random yeah. weird box and, you or... know my
2: parents like actually knew about it because I would have the you sent it to their house th- oh yeah I didn't want to send it to the dorms at the time and so you know they would be like why did you order this Chinese fan and I'm like
0: oh I don't
1: know oh they didn't and, know it was IDs. well
2: at first and then I would open it up and then you know you'd be playing with it and somehow IDs would just fall out and, and you'd and be like it. what is this no no they, this they, they thought from? it was funny and then like by the fourth order, they're like, "All right, you need to stop. You're going to get yourself on a government red flag list." Or something. I remember
1: someone was telling me that uh, they used to do the same thing. Yeah, and they were saying that there was one time that customs found, you know, found them, and they sent them an email, and they were like, "You have three options: one, you can go to court and try to fight to get them back; Two something three we can just destroy them and pretend this never happened and he was like in a heartbeat i was like just destroy all of them absolutely it's not your fault i mean well the other thing too is sometimes like it doesn't work out you know like you're you're ordering them from from chinese criminals it's from chinese people
2: 60 bucks not 100 or you know anything like that and so i didn't feel that bad but i was still making good money and it was you know uh, it, you know, I'm a businessman myself, and it was yep. a good side hustle. That was only, right. like, my freshman year, I did that probably four or five times. And, right. you know, they weren't all 120 IDs, so it wasn't like I was making... I think it was, like, once you ordered 10 or more IDs together... The price would go down, yeah, right? Yeah, so... But, uh, no, it was, that was definitely a good side hustle, and my parents or my dad was always very adamant about me having to work and, you know, provide my, you know, somewhat of my own way. I mean, I would say I'm privileged to have, you know, my parents be able to provide what they provided, but, um, you know, still made me uh, uh, fund some things.
1: Right. So you touch on this a little bit earlier, but your brother Jake was a little bit of a troublemaker. Oh, yeah. And you, in college, used to bail him out all the time, right? Uh, What's the craziest story that you think you've had to bail him out? Uh, One time I was at
2: Sally's, and I got a call from Rad. Or no, it was Billy Langer, who was with Rad. And he's like, I'm watching your brother get put in handcuffs right now. (laughs) And I'm like, what? And so I called the Minneapolis Police Department and I'm like, hi, my name is Matthew
1: Liebold. Are you walking like, over there, too? Yeah,
2: yeah. And, well, I didn't know where he was or where he was getting, you know, where they were taking him. And, you know, I said, okay, well, where do you guys have him? Like, I, uh, you know, I said, my brother's Jay. And they still had him. It was right by the, armor, uh, the armory. So kind of right by. He was in guy. the car? Yeah, yeah. And so I ran there and I got and He was still there and. Um, I talked to the cops and, you know, I had to do... What you like, say? I had to take a breathalyzer myself to show them um, that, you know, I was a, I was under the influence but not too drunk. I was 21 at this time. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I was just like, hey, uh, this is my little brother. Can I take him home? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. What did he um, do? Um, well, apparently what had happened, what he was just... I mean, Jake likes to have a lot of fun and, you know, get pretty drunk. And he, like, uh, fell into a bush or something in front of some people or, and, and, like, like bumped into a car or something on the side and somebody somebody called the cops and then he tried to like run away from them um and you know then they go well do you know that he has one of your 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 ID and I go what no because you know like that's one, what he was for, using to get yeah, in yeah yeah i mean for one of like 2 weeks into having an ID i like once i was 21 i said i lost it um so that way i got another one and you know then once i got the new one i gave him mine so he could right. get into bars and stuff right. and we looked you know pretty similar so it, it never had a problem uh, but, you know, oh, I thought I lost that. I didn't know that. But yeah, why, the cops like, are like bullshit. Right, and they're like, don't let that happen again. So I got to take him home and, you know, there wow. was that. what a good brother.
1: Let's try. Um. Sh- okay, last college story. Yeah. So you uh, went down to New Orleans for Mardi Gras with Rat, correct? Yeah. Was it a fun trip? It was a fun trip. What was the best part?
2: I mean, just being there at Mardi Gras.
1: I think there's something you're leaving out, though, man. It's a pretty crazy story. I mean, I would hate to deprive the listeners yeah. of this.
2: Yeah, um, I met a uh, very loving mother there, and you know, we had a great, great time together. And well,
1: tell, start from the beginning. You're out at the bar. I've heard Mardi Gras is crazy. Is it, it as crazy as everyone talks about? Oh, absolutely. I go back. Streets to are place. shut down, and it's just madness. Yeah, had- we were on
2: Bourbon Street. We were up on a balcony, and you know, um, there's this, you know, uh, woman right next to me started.
1: Talking to her and Rad. You're talking from the balcony down to no, her? No, no. She was up there, too, oh, okay. and,
2: and everything. And, you know, I, I would say I have a pretty good game. Um, but just started talking to her and, uh, um, you know, and then Rad. And Did you go out and, later that day or this is at the This end. is at night. Oh, and, okay. you know, Evan, Cluck, and Rad uh, were like, okay, we're going to go to a different bar. And I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to stay here. And was it her apartment? Uh, well, we were at a bar and she was from oh, was Oh, it, it was a balcony at a yeah, bar. Okay. yeah. Um and ended up uh, hanging out with her the rest of the night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean by hanging out? Can you elaborate on that? Uh, a we bit? went
2: to a lot of different bars and we had a great time. Oh, so you didn't? You, know,
1: you like went out with them for, the, for or with her for the rest of the night? Yeah. You stuck around. Yeah, with her. and then you know her.
2: Uh, she said she had a really cool hotel room, so I checked that out and ended up being back. Was it pretty cool? Like,
1: yeah, it was really
2: nice. You know, right off Bourbon Street. And, nice. Um. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Nice. He hooked up with a milf. <laughs> For all the listeners that are wondering. Yeah, uh, she was... So props to you. Thanks. I know yeah. what to get you with when I say Never Have I Ever, when we play Never Have I Ever. <laughs> Hopefully your girlfriend's not there. <laughs> yeah, okay, so nice. post-grad, you touched a little bit about your job. Yep. And I would say you're probably the only person I've talked to that wants to work at the company they're currently working at, or they know that they want to work at the company they're currently at for the rest of their life. So I guess talk a little bit about what your company does yeah, and so, what makes it so great. Uh,
2: B2B insurance, um, and I you know, have my own territory, and I, I can literally, I mean, there's career-long marketing representatives, that's my title, so salespeople, and I, there's career-long marketing representatives that do this forever, and then you know, uh, we have what's called the Rule of 85, meaning once you take your age and the amount of years uh, that you worked at the company and they added up to 85 you can retire and the minimum is 55 so for me that would be 55 um but we also still offer they also still offer full pension and so you oh know, the company I, does yeah so i'm really? retiring at 55 with a full pension and
1: what's the is the pension what percent of your salary is it, or how is it uh i mean it's, it's a pretty it's, healthy it's, pension
2: it's, yeah it's it's definitely like it's not common or anything like that now
1: oh well, i so few companies even yeah, offer right, pensions. Yeah,
2: it's, it's basically like a percentage of your income, the five consecutive years that you make the most money, um, It's and it's like 60% of that with a wow. cap at you know, wow. a certain amount.
1: And what is your current salary? Uh, I do well. Um, You're not going to share the number though? I'm not. Cool, well, because it varies from year to year, right? Sure. But yeah. what was your best year?
2: uh i i had a pretty good year this past year in 2020
1: um, over seven figures
2: <laughs> not over seven
1: figures. just under though right yeah uh, close we, no. we did well we did well uh-huh so the pandemic hasn't really affected you at all. you
2: know it's tough because you know doors aren't open but you know it's all about hard work and again going back to what i said earlier outworking working your competition and showing people that you care and you know i definitely put in the work and
1: you know it's rewarding right So, the interview process at Federated, I've heard it's a long, grueling interview process. Is it true that they interview your family and, like, your girlfriend, too, if you have a girlfriend? Yeah. um, That's a little strange. I think uh, that's a little strange.
2: No, I mean, so, I'll explain it. So, it was about a nine-month interview process. Holy shit. And a lot of that was also because I was still going through started it started my junior year of, high, of how college. do you
1: interview for that long at a i mean it was you so, know, every
2: like one every two months you have a you know interview does it usually because, take that long because think I about mean, if you're outside of college no but okay. like for me i only certain days that i could do things um uh, but i probably had about i say i said i i would say i had 10 interviews quote unquote interviews because some of them were um some of them were like ride-alongs with current reps yeah um and the whole thing about it is because it it's a t- really it is a really tough job. There's a lot of highs, a lot it's a roller coaster, and you know I'll go through a day of stopping in at twenty businesses, and you know you get twenty people in. tell me to fuck off. Right, you got to be able to take that. But also I was down in Owatonna for you know ten months, and you know put about two hundred fifty thousand dollars of training into each person. And so if they're gonna you know put that uh, investment into people, they want to make sure that they're hiring the right people. And right. I I, I guess I, I'm just
1: thinking of someone who wants to work there. It's right. like well you're gonna quit your job and for nine months be unemployed trying to interview but it's you're saying it's it's less than that yeah no no usually i mean
2: there's a a round system so like you do like you know a couple rounds with the manager your hiring manager and then you go and you interview with him and his manager once or twice um and then you do two ride-alongs okay and then you know you have a dinner with either your significant other and your hiring manager and regional manager or um which is your manager's manager or you uh your parents. If you Your you're parents. Single. And so yeah, at that time I was single, and so I went to dinner with them. And the whole point behind that and is
1: because they want to make sure you have a good support system. And they want to make sure that your significant other's good looking, because if they're not, <laughs> yeah. they won't hire you.
2: No, 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 no. Now, they want to make it, sure because it's I'm, a confidence I thing. Like you know, it's a part, confidence thing, right? It, well, it's it's like oh, how it... well can you sell yourself? How good of sales are you? But you know, it, I wouldn't say it comes down to that. But no, in in all reality, the reason they interview with your significant other with your parents is because they want to make sure. You have that support system around because it is very tough. Like, there are nights or days that I'm like, fuck, this sucks. Like, this, you know, it, every, you know. No one wants to talk to me. No one's interested. Like, I'm never going to make another but sale. But then that direct online. deposit hits, though. <laughs> but then you, you make a sale of a big account, and it's the greatest day in the world. Right. You know? And so it's all about being able to not get too high and not getting too low. And, you know, I mean, that's sales in a nutshell for you. And, you know, you work hard, and it's a numbers game. I mean, you right. know, you got to get through a certain amount of bad calls or people that don't want to talk to you before you find the people that do want right. to talk to you. So, would you say, see, so you have some poll over there at Federated? Some poll? Yep. Um... N-n- n- <laughs> Uh, I would say I definitely am in a great position. Then why couldn't you get
1: Rad a job?
2: (laughs) Uh, You know, Rad uh, did not have the outside sales experience, unfortunately. But uh, I would very much say Rad is would kill sales, and he's gonna be starting up a new trading job here soon. I think he's gonna kill that, and you know, um, if he wanted. And if he went hunting,
1: he'd kill some animals.
2: (laughs) Yes, yes, but you know, if he got some more outside sales experience and wanted to come to Federated, I would give. Uh, whoever you know, he I need to talk to my biggest you know. Uh, you give him
1: the stamp of approval. Absolutely. When you say outside sales, what does that mean?
2: Um. So outside, there's inside like sales. Cut call. Like, yeah, that would be. that, that, oh, would that be outside sales. Really? I mean, yeah. Oh, because you're outside. Like, like you're not. You're, you're, you're BAB, outside. Business to business versus sitting on the phones and business consumer B to consume, C. Um, so is and, there
1: indoor sales then? <laughs>
2: uh you know i guess you could call inside sales uh but
1: that's like cold calling on the phone sure versus yes. outside sales yeah
2: is- I, there's different you know ways to, to 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 go about it but like my in between my sophomore and junior year i interned for this company called waterfront restoration where i would go out and you know have a meeting and what they do is they pull lake weeds around people's um people's buckthorn. Docks, like buckthorn well, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, you know, uh, buckthorn
1: doesn't grow in the water, so it's probably not buckthorn. Well, but anyway, it's, it's been a
2: while. Coontail. Um, uh, f- what is curly leaf? I remember that. Whatever, but zebra mussels. Zero muscles, um, but basically I would go out and do the sales. What do you want? What are you looking for? Why are you doing this? Is it you know how many times a year? So it's very consultative type yep. selling, and so that's exactly what Federated is. Is you know it's a relationship type sell. You gotta, and that's what sales really is. It's it's figuring out and trying to find out why whoever you're talking to, your consumer is why do they want to buy, right. what they're buying it for, and, and what is their need, and you want to sell right. to that. Right.
1: right. Mm-hmm. So is it true of a radio commercial?
2: uh Federated has a commercial with on your WCCO name in it. And they say, call your local or your Minneapolis marketing representative, Matt Liebold, and they give my phone number. So, sure, I i, I guess you could say. Any I, prank
1: calls? Uh, Have you ever heard any prank calls? No, again?
2: no, no prank calls. Oh, what about no. any
1: billboards? You want any billboards? I am not on any
2: billboards. Soon, it, though. Yeah, maybe. I've, I've thought about that, but you got to think about what.
1: You'll be like Chris Lindell.
2: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Sell your home in 24 hours or guaranteed buy. Um, But, you know, you get our arc. Our target market is, you know, the blue collar trades, the people that are list, you know, in there, and so uh, the ones who maybe can't, those... they maybe they don't know how
1: to compare one insurance company to the other. You know, well, that's and a lot. They of don't business know how.
2: Centers, You know, because insurance is tough. I mean, it, it's confusing, and people hate it because they think they have coverage for something and they don't, and then sometimes you know, insurance agents are sleazeballs. Um, uh, and
1: it's super easy with blue collar people to be like. Oh, well, let me go check and see no. if you're covered for that. No, no, no. And then no. they forget about for that.
2: it. I, business owners, the ones I work with, are very smart. I mean, you know, they're running successful businesses and it's not something that's easy to do. Um, but, you know, so, you know, the reason why we have it on WCCO is because a lot of, you know, our target market, you know, watches that or, you know, you don't see federal. It's like a local, a Super local Bowl ish news, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, They don't see Federate having a Super Bowl commercial or anything like that because we know our target market and so that's yeah, I mean we have sponsors with the Wolves, uh the Gophers, um, you know, but yeah. Hawaii.
1: Hawaii trip. How did that end up turning out? I know that you obviously couldn't go, but Um, did they give you like a bonus? Yeah,
2: we have this uh, trip that if you meet your sales goals, you get to go somewhere every year, and this year was supposed to be Hawaii, or last year's was supposed to be Hawaii, which would have been this March, but they ended up changing that to Arizona, and now it's pushed back to May, so I am going to Arizona for that in May. Um, is it a golf excited. trip or what? Um, I mean, it's, we stay at, uh, some nice hotel and, and yep, you can and, do whatever you want. Yep. And it's, you know, week, all inclusive, everything's paid for. Oh and, man, that sucks. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a it's a downgrade from Hawaii for right. sure. But you know, it, it's every, you know, we've transitioned between Hawaii to Palm Springs, I want to say to Orlando, to, um, Scottsdale, Arizona. And so it'll, it rotates. it will be back in Hawaii. And, oh, it uh, will. Okay. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Can't you say you can take a payout instead though?
2: Um, they used to be able to do that you can't do it um, no because you have the cheaper than well it's cheaper for the ref to go on years. the trip. And they've been to Hawaii now 12 times or whatever, five, seven times. And so they're like, I don't need to go anymore. More so it's like Orlando. I mean, you want to go to Hawaii every time. Right. But uh, Orlando, you know, they're like, I don't need to do that. I'll just take, you know, the money. And, you know, they're like, well, we don't want that. We want everybody there. It's team building. So if you don't go, you don't get the money, blah, blah, blah. Right. But, I mean, it's a week, you know, all expenses. And you want to work
1: there for the rest of your life?
2: I I do. I do. (laughs) Jeez. I get to bullshit with successful, smart business owners all day. Yeah, it's right out my alley.
1: Okay. Any work parties? I I think you were telling me there was one at the Mall of America, or that Hotel by the Mall, where you (laughs) maybe had one too many cocktails.
2: No, I mean, we're uh, we're a bunch of salespeople, and we like to have fun. We're all high energy, and we're all kind of similar, and we always have, like, you know, every couple of months, we'll have, like, a, you know, regional uh, meeting where it's two days, and we stay overnight, and we like to, you know, drink and have fun, and, you know, I mean, when I was down in Otana, I was in a class of 18 people, all same as me, similar age, and... So we all lived down there, and that was honestly a lot, a lot of fun.
1: Right, because you normally when I go to a work party and there's alcohol there, I'm like, I gotta be on my best behavior.
2: Oh, I mean, yeah, you're still on your best behavior. You're not doing anything stupid. Well, I'm crap. like,
1: I, am like, I don't really want to get that drunk. No, but you're I, on the other hand, you're like, I want to launch myself.
2: I definitely don't like to the black out to by anything. But I definitely, you know, do you know, get liquored up.
1: Okay, tearing your ACL playing beach volleyball. <sighs> Uh, Tell this story.
2: Uh, actually, I didn't tear it playing beach volleyball. That, Rad said you anybody, were going to try to say that. Rad uh, no. said you were... Well, uh, Bennett Holmgren, who was actually right next to me when it happened, it happened in April of 2018 playing uh, uh, intramural f- football, uh, t- you know, tear it playing, and then didn't really think anything of it. And you Could know, you still walk? Get checked out. Oh, yeah. Um, got it. I
1: don't think you tore your ACL then.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing about your ACL is you don't actually need it. It's it's for lateral movement, and so I could go for runs and everything, but, like, if I was playing basketball... You would go for
1: runs, and you yeah. thought you had a torn ACL.
2: No, I didn't think I had a torn ACL, but I would be playing basketball and just give out, and it would really hurt, and then I couldn't play, and I'd have to sit out, and then, like, you know, I'm like, okay, something's definitely not right with it, but, like, I can go for runs, I'm fine. And then I was playing beach volleyball, came down, and it absolutely blew it out. It was so painful and decided to get it checked out and got an MRI, and... They're like, yeah, it's weird. You know, you have a t- t- completely torn ACL and and, MC, uh, and meniscus but there's no swelling and if this just happened last weekend there's definitely should be swelling and then i also oh, a
1: doctor confirmed yes. it
2: yes and so i talked and i told them the story and I, uh, what happened with their football and they're like yeah you know that you definitely have been walking around with a torn acl since then and they're like if you were 40 50 we'd tell you not to get it repaired because you don't need your acl but if you want to live an active lifestyle and play basketball and do stuff like that then, then we'd you do recommend it yeah because if you go for bike rides you can go for you know um you can go running and you don't need it it's just the lateral movement stability that keep that your acl has
1: so if you tear it don't even go to the doctor sure so you got you know we talked a little bit you're you've had some success in sales so you've got a little bit of money in the bank right Uh, i'm I'm doing pretty well sure so you went out and bought yourself a brand (laughs) new audi not brand new almost brand new audi a what a5 a5 super nice sleek car
2: Uh uh-huh do you still have it i do not what happened uh it was 2019 not brand new um uh it was it was pretty flashy i I mean i love the car and you know eventually that would be a fun car to have on the side but it was too flashy i'd go drive around to businesses and i'm working with more blue collar who don't like that stuff and so uh you know traded in for the grand cherokee
1: Right. And who, the, the flashiness, what put that on your radar? What, why would you buy a flashy car? I, I would say, I, I guess
2: I would say I'm a flashy individual. You're a flashy individual? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't bother so me. So you went and got a new car
1: uh-huh. and then you returned it.
2: Yeah, but made money on it.
1: You made money on it. Mm-hmm. Really?
2: Yeah. I uh, made about, I drove it for 10, this is how good of a deal I got on it when I originally bought it. Is I drove it for about ten thousand dollars. How would you negotiate? Ten thousand miles. Now. I
1: I heard the negotiation process is another story. Uh, Didn't you okay. tell someone in St. Louis that? Uh... I mean,
2: yeah, you always the tough thing about buying cars in today's world is everything's online and they can look up any car and their pricing and all the specifications on it by just entering the VIN. And so it's not in the olden days that they used to be able to say, oh, I have this car in Chicago that's listed at this price. So I'm going to go there if you don't drop it um, because they can look it up. And my dad and I were looking at the same Audi at Poket Auto and Wyzetta and we are just like okay well let's look at um you know see what else is around we found this one in wausau wisconsin um and uh we saw the price and we we're like what the hell and so we called them and we're like what's wrong with this car like it says it doesn't have any accidents only you know six thousand miles or whatever um what is wrong with this car and they're like you know nothing it's just been on our lot for 100 days and we were shut down for a lot of that but we have a strict 60 uh, day rule and we just need to get rid of it i said where how, can i put down my down payment right now and so
1: they said yeah yep yep and drove
2: out and got it he drove out and got that um and then um you know with the Grand Cherokee. And then you
1: upsold it. I did. I did. A, a, well, I
2: just sold it for the the value of it. Actually, um, I didn't even get what I wanted to get for it when I traded in my Grand Cherokee. But you know, it, I was okay with that because I still made money on it. Um, and then Grand Cherokee, you know, that was a little bit tougher because you know dealers these days don't barter as much. But you know what you and, do? Because you're willing to, right? Oh, absolutely. That's what you got. I'm not. I don't
1: even. I would. I don't even barter with. People on the side of the street in like the Mexican market when I go down there on vacation, I'm like, "How much do you want?" Okay, there you go. Then
2: you're spending too much money. Yeah, but they also but need what the money. It, what you do is, yeah, this is their listing price, but here's what they're throwing in, and they're dropping it to this much, and right. they're giving me this much for my car. And you say, "I, you know," they're I, gonna put I I don't want to have spoiler. to drive down there. I don't want to put to a, drive down there to get it, but uh, you know, they're gonna put
1: spinners on it
2: for free. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, exactly. Um, but, you know, I will, so if you guys can match that. Otherwise, you know, I'm going to make this trip down there with my dad tomorrow. And, you know, um, didn't get them to move as much, but still got them to move. And, you know,
1: um, now we have a Grand Cherokee. Sweet. Okay. Um. So, last fall, uh-huh. we went out a lot together. Yeah, and there did. was one night where we were at the bar. We were talking to some ladies. Uh-huh you ended up ditching me and leaving there by my, leaving me there by myself to go home with this girl. Sure. Do you feel guilty about that at all? Do you know the night I'm talking about? Uh. You did that a couple of times, so I <laughs> get it might be tough for you.
2: You know, not, maybe not the specific one, but I, I do
1: remember the night. That you, it actually only happened with... once, so you should remember it.
2: Well, but like I do remember a night that I, we, I got the girls to go home with both of us. When was that? We went to that house at, on U of M campus. Oh, that was a waste of time, dude. (laughs) Yeah, because you ended up getting told to leave and I didn't.
1: That's not exactly what happened. Well, I
2: guess you did come back later and I saw you in the morning. But, yeah, that was... No,
1: that girl was weird. That girl was weird and I was like, I'm getting out of here.
2: (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. But, uh, no, I don't remember that. I'm sorry if it happened. It was a short
1: blonde girl. We were on the rooftop and I remember I was like... I'm gonna go home, Matt. Blah blah, like blah blah. Or no, that we were just hanging out, and then you came and you were like, uh, "I'm leaving," blah blah this, blah blah that. I was like, "Dude, don't leave me here by myself," because we were there with like I was. It was her and her five friends, and you guys left, and then I was stuck there with three. I'm weird sorry, friends. Blake. I love you. I'm yeah, I never sorry. got an apology, so I just wanted to. Okay, I'm sorry. Fishy, get on the record. Um, okay, so another funny story. I show up to the tavern. Uh huh. We didn't go there together. As I'm walking up, you're getting carried out. Four bouncers, one on each of your limbs. (laughs) That's such a lie. (laughs) Lies, like fake news.
2: This is a fake news podcast. You don't remember this? Uh,
1: You were pretty hammered. uh, And I've never had that happen to me. They chucked you out. They like chucked you out. I remember.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. That did not happen, Blake. Come
1: on, we we can move on. Okay. Um, but if you did, we, you got right, you got right up and you're like, let's go to Cowboy Slims. And I was like, well, Matt, can you, do you really have, do you really have another choice
2: here? Yeah, I guess not. I'm sorry for, uh, causing that problems for you, Blake.
1: Right. Okay. So your girlfriend, I guess, tell me a little bit about her. Tell me a little bit how you guys met. Holly? Yeah.
2: Uh, Holly's awesome. Um, we met actually on Hinge in like. April, so COVID.
1: Did, have you deleted the app since? <laughs> was deleted Like the commercials. It's like, exactly like the commercials.
2: Yeah, um, and she right now works at EY as an accountant. Account, um, going to go ice skating tonight at uh, Centennial Lakes. Um, but yeah, having a lot of fun. Sounds She's, romantic. Yeah. You, know, you, know, I'm you romantic should get her flowers. Uh, I have done that a couple of times, but maybe I will It's kind of cliche. Yeah, yeah, but girls do like flowers. Right. What's your favorite part about her? Uh, she she's got a great sense of humor and she has very uh, very high energy, just like myself, and we had a lot of fun together. Yeah, yeah. And how did
1: the boys take the news when they found out that you had a girlfriend?
2: You know, uh, boys are very supportive. Uh, they like her, um, and you know, haven't had any problems. Uh, you know, um, one thing that works kind of well with us is I'm my job's very demanding. Her job's very demanding. So you know, um, we both work a lot and we just support each other. Right. hmm
1: So the boys are totally cool with you getting a girlfriend. I, would, I mean, I would say so. Okay, interesting. You, have you heard different? I just... Anytime a guy gets a girlfriend... The boys, sure, it's, are going to be a, jealous, but... It's a know, little sad.
2: But at the same time, you
1: know, you, you want your boys to be happy. Right. So, two final questions. All right. Give some advice to the young people. You mentioned before the pod, you're like, are you going to ask me... Yeah. If I can give some advice, let's hear some of this advice.
2: Uh, Work your ass off um, and find what you love to do and go do it. Um, You know, there's a lot of things that can get in your way in life, but you work hard and you know what you want to do and you have goals. And you know if, if it means enough and you're gonna willing to put it in time, there's nothing you can't do. I mean, sure, sure that might be cliche, but I think it's very true. I so mean, work hard. That's your advice. Yeah, well, it, absolutely. I mean, just go out there and, and do your best. And you know you're gonna come. Uh, you're gonna have obstacles in life, but you know you're gonna find. You work hard enough. You're gonna find a way you're through anything. And if you want something bad enough, you know, there's there's nothing that can stop. Nothing you. Nothing that can stop you. I I I completely agree.
1: All right. Okay, last question. What's the first thing you're gonna do when everything opens up? Mm. Um I mean go out. Go out? <laughs> go out. You're go gonna to be bars. in the front of the line to go to Barmageddon?
2: Barmageddon, yeah. I mean I that's probably what I, I miss the most. You're not I
1: mean, gonna plan a romantic evening with your girlfriend? I mean, I
2: mean, sure. Well, we'll I mean. But which places, is it? Places just opened up, though, like restaurants. It's not like we can't go to restaurants right now. I mean, you know, go get happy hour. But, you know, we haven't been able to go out till 2 a.m. in a long time. And, you know, we've done that a lot. And it's a lot of yes, fun. Yes, we have.
1: Yes, we have so uh that's all i got for you matt is there anything else you want to
2: uh blake thanks for having me yeah on. what it's do you think they're kind of fun to do yeah, aren't they They are fun they are fun and you know hopefully i've been a good guest and uh, i look forward to hearing the final cut
1: Right? yeah i will thanks uh thanks
2: for listening everybody and uh you know if you need some and life if... insurance or disability insurance we'll, in put, York, we'll put matt's
1: contact info in the description
2: your local uh, minneapolis marketing representative matt legal signing off
0: thanks for listening